We are good. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode six of Unforgettable Understudies. I am your host, Michael Linton. This is my co-host, Bryant Wayne. And tonight we have the illustrious, very talented, very amazing Zoom. Hey. <laughs> Round of applause. We will Good luck. Music. <laughs> I'm going there with my mouth. Yeah, yeah, we got it. We got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Zoom. You are a DJ. That is your main profession. Yes. How'd you get into it? Um, I went to audition for Yeezy season three in New York. And when I was waiting to hear back on whether or not I got accepted into the fashion show, I pretty much was having a conversation with my cousin and he told me that I needed to be in New York. And I'm like, well, I have a job in Virginia. So if you find me a job here, I'll move up here. So he found me a job as a waitress. And found out I, I got into DZ season, but it was on some like politics shit. And so I was in New York. The spot that he ended up getting me a job at had a DJ. Mm. And I didn't know that there was going to be a DJ there. And mm. then when I saw that there was one, I asked him where he got his equipment was because I'm um, where he got his equipment from because the last time that I had like dealt with DJ equipment, I had broke somebody's needle. So oh, I was shit. like, I was like, yeah, I'm not trying to fuck up anybody else's shit. So mm. I asked him where he, I could buy it. And he's like, "Come, just come over and, you know, let's test it out. See if you really want to do it. From there, practice with him, just scratch session. And then, yeah, he told me I was dope. Wanted me to do his uh, birthday party. And then that was the rest of history. So, Damn. How old were you yeah, when that happened? I was, this is like two years ago. Oh, wow. I've only been DJing for two years. Oh, uh, what? Yeah. Why do I think you've been well, DJing since high school? No. I only been DJing for two years. Okay. So like what? We're talking like 2016. No, 17. 17 is when I actually started DJing full time. February 2017. Oh, wow. So what were you doing before you started DJ? Waitressing. Oh, well, well before I started um, really DJing full time, I was hustling in the street with the um, free phones. You know what? You know when they'd be like, "Yo, yeah, you need to elaborate on you, that." Okay, so the government pays for people from a certain income to get a free phone, mm-hmm. with data, internet, all type, all types of shit for free, because they're low income. So I used to have to give away these phones, but you had to get people's ID, social security number, whatever, to give them, to give them the phone and get a lot of information. So people didn't really trust you to give you that information. Mm-hmm. So you had to hustle and try to like. Just get people to just sign up by like trying to talk your way into like just stalling while you're trying to get this information. Like, oh wow! Yeah, it was awesome. Were you successful? I was alright. <laughs> I was alright. I, I listened to a lot of bullshit. Mm. <laughs> like you know, there's do a lot of people who have like um like just a lot of stuff going on. So they just start talking about what happened three months ago with mm. whoever, and you mm. they're just sitting there for like thirty minutes. Um, but you learn a lot about people. I learned how to hustle, I think, through that. So That's dope. That's, dope. Pretty, yeah. that's so very you, cool. So you still like apply that to your work ethic mm-hmm. right now? Like I learned a lot of things. Like there's an acronym. It's called AIR. Mm-hmm. It's Acknowledge, Ignore, and Resume. Mm-hmm. And so like you do that to people. Like if they say something like no, you acknowledge it. It's like I understand how you feel that way. Mm-hmm. And then you ignore it. And you just resume what the fuck he was trying to say because what they said at the end of the day it can be changed. Mm, okay. 
from no to yes. Like, Interesting. Yeah, depending on how hard the no is. But yeah. that's how, that was the whole point. It's like sales. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. So when... And what made you move to L.A. as opposed to staying in New York? <laughs> I went from New York to Virginia first. Oh, okay. I was struggling in New York because it was a hustling move. Yeah. So, I, so I was struggling because I had to pay rent. And it was just not making enough. So um, I had to move back home to Virginia. But my best friend at the time, who just happened to be my ex, he uh, wanted me to come down there and just DJ and then for him to go ahead and pay for all the bills and all that while I pursued what I wanted to do. And then me and him broke up, and that's why I moved to California. Dope. Because I was like, if I'm going to start over somewhere, might as well start over somewhere new. Mm-hmm. So I drove from Virginia to California. What part? Um, I drove from Hampton, Virginia. Oh, shit. Yeah, you on the, you on to, the coast. Yeah. Damn. Coast to coast. I feel you. Yeah, I drove uh, from New Jersey to to LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four day drive. Longer. Yeah, it's like forty two it was... hours, isn't it? And Micah got here faster than me. I drove from Kentucky. Did you go by yourselves? Yeah, I yeah. drove by myself too. That shit was weak. And honestly, when you're driving that long of a distance and it's only desert out there, it feels like you're driving on a treadmill. No, literally. Because you like, see your destination, but, but it never gets any closer. No, I was, exactly. I was going through so much shit because like me and my ex had broke up. Mm-hmm. So you was February, crying while you was driving? February 1st. Ah, this nigga. Yeah, February 1st. I started driving February 13th. Huh. That's February. my birthday. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. So I started driving February 13th to California. And then um, from there, you know, was made to California probably a couple of days later. Mm-hmm. But I was driving on Valentine's Day after a breakup. Damn. And he called me. You to say, you like. You in the car? Yeah. Wait, was, what, what was, was the call? Was like, <laughs> what was the what was the call uh, for? Like, um, not a for. What was it about? Was he just saying, like, good luck out there? He was saying there? happy Valentine's Day. Oh, wow. Aw. I mean, I could I could understand why somebody would want to, mm-hmm. but yeah, I was not in the mood for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So of course just, not. I of course not. After. So, so your drive was a little bit probably. Mine was more emotional than that. So yeah. would you say that was your worst breakup ever? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. You still talk to him? Just, yeah. Well, so that's good. That means you guys, you know, became amicable. Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> I'm amicable with all my exes. I can literally call up all, every single one of my exes. I fuck with that Zoom. Um, because me and Brian were just talking about this the other day. Yeah. Would it, like, and not even on some sexual shit. It would just be nice to keep in touch with, like, if you guys ended on good terms, obviously. Mm-hmm. If you guys ended on neutral or good terms, there's no reason to not keep in touch. Yeah. Like, it would, like the I don't know, this thing about ignoring people out of your mind is crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel I've that. done that with people that I don't, that I never cared about, or that I cared about a little bit, and then they piss me off to the point where I don't care about them at all. Mm, gotcha, gotcha, Those gotcha. Just kind of get erased. So that they didn't get like, they didn't get to you know get that foothold in your feelings. I mean, they basically. did for a second, but when you realize what the fuck happened, yeah, and you if just it's like adjust, a fuck you over type yeah. situation, you got to get out. I mean, to your point, yeah, obviously, like you don't want to. Keep talking to somebody that who like, like cheated on you, you like yeah. ten times or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, I get that part. Mm-hmm. I get that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So when you got to L.A., like, how did things progress for you? Like, how have things progressed for you since you've been here? Like, has 
especially being so young as a DJ, only two years, like how is that? When I moved, when I moved to LA, I had only been DJing for a year. Mm -hmm. And the, when I was driving, I was talking to, um, Ty, which is Brent Fires' manager. through dm just Mm. randomly because i was supposed to go on tour with them and in europe and something happened Mm. to where i couldn't so we kept in contact and i was just telling them like yo i'm moving to la Mm. and they're like what like you're driving Mm. and i'm like yeah i'm on the way now i'll meet y'all over there like Mm. blah blah blah, because brand was having a concert so he's like yo you could dj the after party Mm. like whatever so after i dj'd that after party that's really what kick-started everything for me and that was on the way i got that gig on the way to LA. That's dope. But yeah. you had already like made that connection though, like before mm-hmm. you, you got here. Because right? somebody on Twitter had sent me um to go ahead and, and um put in to be the DJ for somebody oh, on dope. their tour. Yeah, so somebody had hit me up like, yo, put in for this. And yeah. I'm like, What is this? Is this real? Like mm-hmm. this is back when I just like kind of started getting my footing with DJing. Mm-hmm. And then I think I had my first like Puma event. Mm-hmm. around that time okay yeah no that's dope that's dope but i mean you can see how important like a connection can be no it, like that's literally it. first move here it's just literally like the person if you know the right person your career could be your, your career could literally change overnight yes yeah like i, I that that uh after party mm-hmm. i had did that and i met chrissy chrissy J, mm. which is a violinist that me and her did a lot of work um beginning of last year and um without meeting her i would never been able to do the mike tyson the dame dash mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying like so that kind of just trickled off of each other because exactly they all like chrissy knew laura and then like that kind of whole scenario where they kind of took me under their wing yeah. and brought me into that situation well, i mean that's what the industry is all about right like you have mm-hmm. to yep. be preferred by somebody to somebody exactly somebody. especially if you keep putting out good work exactly which obviously you were Mm-hmm. you know, then you're going to get that type of notoriety and people are going to want to work with you more and more and more, you know? Yeah. Interesting, interesting. So, like, as a DJ, what's kind of, like, your style of DJing? What, yeah, okay, influences. Yeah. Um. So, influences how, like, people, other DJs? Like, well, like your style, well, I mean, I just said influences to piggy off of his mm-hmm. style comment. Oh, okay. So, like, well, your style. I mean, I like to go based off of the crowd. So, like, mm. it all depends on how the crowd's giving, like, the energy that they're giving me. Okay. I do everything freestyle when I, okay. when I go up there. I have, like, a set list mm-hmm. that I kind of have an idea as to what I want to play. Mm. But on that set list can have, like, 3,000 songs. Yeah, of course. Mm. You know of course, yeah. So, like, everything that I'm doing is in the moment. And I go based off of the crowd. Mm. I like transitions, like, to really, like, get that different vibe going yeah, like it's very important. change up the whole vibe and just like make it into something amazing like mm-hmm. i just like doing that shit it's fun so have you how long did it take you to kind of learn to do something like like fill the crowd you you, you know obviously with already dj and i think that's the most important thing like if you're at a party and the dj's trash the whole party trash yes I don't care if you're best absolutely there and you were wasted the party is trash. absolutely so like i guess the question is have you had any failures in DJing that helped you learn, like what have been kind of the parts where it was like, dang, I shouldn't have did that, but I'll learn for the next time. Um, no, I have my like my own like little critiques, mm-hmm. but I feel like the only failure I had was actually New Year's. Okay. And the reason why I say New Year's is because 
um i think it was like it was just the the vibe of the room was a little like off mm-hmm. like they were t- they were just saying oh play everything from 2019 what yeah like not a good list of songs. And, but it's not but i'm not <laughs> talking about the people who are throwing the event no mm. i'm talking about like um people in the crowd mm. and i'm just like i'm confused like yeah. i get it y'all want to listen to shit for 2019 but is it really that deep that i have yeah. to be like all right, well, this was released in 2018. I can't play this. Yeah, yeah that's stupid. That's yeah. dumb. So, yeah, that was the only, like, kind of flop that I've ever had. But, Interesting. But that didn't um, change anything but make me realize that I can't compromise how I DJ for other people. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You shouldn't so, have to. Yeah. You shouldn't have so, to. So, like, in a perfect, like, let's say you go to your perfect club and what music would you play at your perfect club with the perfect crowd? Suited for you. Um, I would have to have a room full of people ready, so they can hear from beginning to end. Okay. Because when people come in, in the middle, it kind of just it's like you're stumbling into something. But if you're there from the beginning to the end, it's, if you pay attention, you can kind of see the connections between shit. So you're basically your DJ set is the story. Yeah, in that okay. sense. Mm-hmm. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. I've never thought of uh, DJing as telling a story well if you think about it it kind of could be right or it is yeah because the way that i dj i usually start like down mm-hmm. bring it up bring it down mm-hmm. bring it up bring it down like, but, it, but it's like it's like a swift shift it's yeah. not like a drastic up and down because yeah. if you really think about how energy is mm-hmm. just imagine being up 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 all the whole party yeah. brought down down like heavy like you're just like chilling yeah and now they bring you back up and you're like bro i don't feel like going up there no right more. yeah no like, you're completely right yeah so i kind of yeah i gradually bring it like i turn the party up and then i turn the party back down mm-hmm. so i mean if people come in at the turn up part they're gonna just gonna see me turn it down and you're not getting the full story exactly exactly interesting interesting so let me ask you this do you have like a obviously i with you having a story and everything like that but is there like one go-to t- song that you've always seen like the best reaction from mm. like every time you play it, you're like i know this shit just wait you you talking to your homeboy like look i'm about to drop this shit oh, right here whole crowd sammy. gonna go crazy sammy which one um what's it called I like it. I like. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's a that, classic. That literally turned. Yeah. The way you look at yeah. me, I like. The like I've had, time I've had more people come up to me telling me like, like "Girl, it. I, I said," <laughs> they'll come up to me like, "Girl, I said that if I if this girl drops Sammy, I'm gonna fucking love her forever." Mm. And then you drop Sammy, and I just love you forever. Mm-hmm. Like I had somebody tell me that it was on my ovaries. I had a lot of people like come up to me and just be like, "Oh my gosh, I love you so much because you played Sammy." And really, like, of all of like, all songs out of and all artists, songs, that one that one gets a good reaction. So it's Pretty Ricky. So, oh yeah, Pretty Ricky's yeah, always. Yeah. See, I can I can imagine yeah. that. Yeah. But see, that's that's when you're transitioning down. Are, yeah. we, are we getting into the the, yeah. the transition down on that? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. That's interesting because I feel like when like whenever I go to the I guess I never I never paid attention to it, mm. you know. I I go in there and I just listen to like the music. Mm. And Brian brings it up all the time when you go to the club. You always say which when you rarely do go to the club, but you always say yeah yeah this niggas transitions are weak. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah that, you, I'm huge. Brian is on huge on transitions. Tra- I can call that out in a heartbeat. Like you said, that stop and go. Mm-hmm. Like I hate it when somebody would be literally playing like the hottest song right now. Everybody right. in there jumping, rap, you know, going ham. 
Next thing you know, they play So Anxious by Genuine. I like Genuine, but I don't want to hear that right after that. Yeah. You know what no, I'm saying? It makes sense. You're like, And that's the way that people, I don't know how people don't see yeah. it that way. Yeah. Like, I don't know. For me, I see music in, in like times. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to like certain songs, I don't play it till 12 o'clock. Interesting. I've always wondered that as, that as well. Is that like a rule that? No, I mean that's just me. Like, cause I I try to space out the bangers. You don't want to put all the bangers back to back, cause then yeah. you have right. nowhere to go after that. Yeah, exactly. So when you're gradually bring it up, you can throw a banger. I throw, I throw at least a banger every thirty minutes. Yeah. Mm. Like a banger, like yeah. one of the ones where it's like, ah, yeah. because it it maintains the flow. Yeah. You have that banger, then you can experiment 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 with the, whatever transitions you want to do yeah and then another banger yeah same shit but it's just the the matter of flow as long as you understand flow interesting so so you work in clubs a lot obviously as a dj mm-hmm. if you weren't a dj would you still be the club as much no. nope interesting so you're not like a party person per se no i was never allowed to go to parties when and- i was a kid Interesting. You were never allowed to go to the parties. Now you're literally the life of the party now. Yeah, life of the party. Like, literally, you were the blood flow of the party. That's interesting. Yeah, I never thought of it that way. Interesting. Yeah. What's the last thing you watched on Netflix? Um, Actually, right before I came here, I was watching uh, I Am Mother or something like that. But Michael wanted watched, to watch that. I haven't can watched I it this? all the way. Can I say this? I haven't You're going to freak the fuck out because I've been in my room for the past 45 minutes on watching, my iPad watching Mother. I am Mother. With yeah. the robot raising the children? Yeah. Yeah. I'm at the part. Well, I don't want to give any spoilers. No, what, what part are you at? Uh, okay, let's just say the gas mask was found. Oh, no. You early. You early. I'm, I'm deeper than that. I'm you deeper than that. <laughs> yeah, I'm deeper than that. Michael said he's in there. Like, he's early. in there. And then. Damn. Yeah, I got to yeah. see. So, uh, it's good, Hilary Swank, Hillary hottest Swank. girl in the world. Hottest. You know what's funny? I thought her name was Emily Swank. No, really? Hillary Swank. Swank, yeah. Yeah. Is it good though so far from what you yeah, said? Yeah, it's crazy so far. Damn. Yeah, it's just dope. I'm scared. It's just let me let me ask this. Y'all see when they see us? No, I have not. I have. I have seen when they see us. Oh my gosh. It's I don't want to see it right now. Yeah, I'm telling Yeah, I didn't want to either. After I saw it, I was like, dang, mm-hmm. I wish I, I could have waited another week or two. I was I'm I was wait, in here frustrated. I'm waiting for uh, I'm probably gonna wait for another couple of weeks before I watch it. The first and the fourth episodes. What's literally right now? Right now it's the number one um, most watched mo- one. Most watched yeah. on Netflix. Yep. But um, I'm gonna wait till it starts dipping down number two and help it maintain number one. Yeah, because literally I'm telling you right now. Yeah, that was devastating. That was, that was tough. But let's we have to give a shout out to Gerald Jerome. Gerald Jerome is a fantastic actor. Just was absolute beast in that. Fan. Fantastic. Beast. 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 Can't wait to see his next work. <laughs> have you seen the latest Black Mirror? Yes, I have. Okay. What are your thoughts on it? The first episode. Mikey, you have to the cue, the explosion, the poo. Spoilers? No, the, the poo. Oh. Yeah, because that's how I felt. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> like my oh, oh, gotcha. So, Okay. So who anybody who's not listening, well, anybody who's listening and hasn't seen the last latest episode season of Black Mirror, the first episode, who I th- which I think is one of the best episodes ever done mm. for Black Mirror. Um, so basically, Anthony Mackie's character and his best friend haven't seen each other in twenty years, mm. um, and uh, his friend gives him a video game, um, 
it's a, like a super hyper realistic virtual reality game that's kind of like Tekken and Mortal Kombat, basically. So his estranged friend, and keep in mind, Anthony Mackie's character is is a married man, by the way, to a woman. And uh, so him and his friend uh, connect in the game, and they're in the game as these two characters. Uh, the friend is a female, and Anthony Mackie's character is a male. They start fighting for a little bit, but then because the game is so realistic, your avatar can li- can literally do anything at once, including having sex. So um, Anthony Mackie's character's character uh, avatar and his friend's avatar started having sex, and they ended up having this love affair on over this game. The question I have for everybody in this room and anybody listening, because Anthony Mackie is married. Yeah, Anthony Mackie is married with a woman, yeah. right? And they they did a test kiss. Yeah. And they both agreed they weren't gay. Yeah. But. I think that Anthony Mackie was still was, was gay. Yeah, I do too. Because he definitely, he he stopped and paused after the kiss and was like, yeah, man, what you doing that? Like, uh, it was a little like. like yeah. Oh, shit. So the question I have for the audience, or you guys, is that gay? Because technically they did no gay acts. They did no physical gay acts. Yeah. That's true. So, is it homosexual it's, to be, to be fuck, to be having sex with your male te- friend's female avatar? Technically, it's like watching porn with your friend and beating your well, not really beating your next to them, but like because at the end of the day, they, they're pretty much watching point of view porn from the yes, that's that's what I was thinking too. Like you, because it's because you're controlling the avatar, right? That's correct. So if you're controlling the avatar, like there's some type of pleasure for you to be able to continue with it, y- you know, like. So, so in your opinion, it is gay. Yeah. I feel like it's complicated. Interesting. I feel like each one of them is is doing it for different reasons. So I yeah. feel like other dude, um, Cadillac from uh, the Get Down. Yeah. Him. Um, what's his name? Oh. Okay. Well. Anyways, him, he was doing it because he got addicted to the female orgasm. Mm. And because he got addicted to the female orgasm, he wanted to feel that. That's the only thing he wanted. Because when he kissed his friend, he wa- he didn't wasn't feeling that. He was like, nah, I'm not gay. I know I'm not gay. That's the one thing I know. It's just the orgasm. The female orgasm like is powerful. Because he said he tried to do it with other people and it wouldn't work. And sometimes the female orgasm is like that. It's interesting. So, so I feel like that's the reason why he got addicted to the game. So, okay, that's that's interesting. I post to you this: What if Brian decides tomorrow, hey, I'm going to go jump into this game real quick and just have sex with the random person avatar somewhere in the world, Mm. and he never finds out who's behind the avatar, whether it's Mm. male or female? Is that gay? That's what I'm saying. That's why I said at the end of the day, they were both just watching porn of point of view porn from the other point of view. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's interesting the way you put it that way. I mean, yeah, I could be swayed on this. Uh, I'm in the middle. Like, Zoom has definitely got me in the middle right now because I was pretty strong. Like, they, they're, because I'm thinking you consciously know that you're friends. You know, it's not yeah, like right. you don't me consciously know that you're a friend. Me personally, I would never be able to get over the fact that that's my friend. Yeah. That's what I'm I saying. I think in the second scenario that you're saying, of course not. Because how do you know who's on the other side? 
Right. Because you can't until you know who's on the other side, and you're that's when you'll know from your reaction to you that. You can't know by the voice. Can you really? Yeah. Because he said that there was one part in the in the actual episode where Cadillac. I don't even know his name, and we need to figure out his name. Hmm. Um, <laughs> but him, he was like, "Yeah, I tried it with somebody else, and I couldn't get over their accent." Or something like that. Mm. Interesting. So because he said that, I'm like, okay, that means that they must have been able to like really tell tell who they was. Uh, mm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. He talked, but he talked like a girl, so it could have. Yeah, see, been, that's what I'm saying. It it what, been, what if it's a guy it talking like a girl? It could have been the way. It yeah. been the way of the accent, so it could have just been that. But uh. either way, you can tell kind of at least a little bit. Well, that's not my thing, so I know I would never do it. Yeah. But, uh, what do you think of the second episode? With uh, Damson Idris from Snowfall. That's who that was? Yeah. yeah. I knew he looked familiar. Um, he's the one that they got kidnapped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that one. I think that was pretty cool. And the Miley Cyrus one? I like the Miley Cyrus one more than I like the second one. Categorize, if I was to categorize the three, it would be number one, one, uh-huh. number three, second, and number two, third. I thought Molly Cyrus's episode was okay. Like, I like that one. I, I thought it was just, it, like, it was very by the book. Like, there was a happy ending, and Black Mirror doesn't really do happy endings. They do, like, either ambiguous or, or like, bad endings. Yeah, that's the thing. You just assume that it's a happy ending, but you don't even know what's going to happen. Nobody knows. It's Black Mirror. That's I know, but, like, happened. Molly Cyrus literally, like, won. She came out of her coma, and she, and she confronted her mother on the biggest stage. I was about to say, did she walk out? Because I haven't seen this episode. Did she walk out and just throw her hands up like Rocky? That would have been good. After, <laughs> that would have been a happy ending. I think, to Zoom's point, the idea that she had to confront, or to your point, that you had to confront her mother, is it really a happy ending? Did she want to do that? No, no, I mean, confront her confront her aunt. She, flicked who's, her mom. Who's she her, actually did flick her mama. Uh, so her, she did her this, aunt, but her, like this. Her stepmom or whatever. And yeah. Her aunt or something. Yeah, who's also her manager. And what basically in the episode, uh, Molly Cyrus didn't want to be like the poppy new girl anymore. She wanted to be more serious as a singer. Yeah. So her mom, so her aunt slash manager uh, poisoned her and put her into a deep coma. And they scanned her brain for musical patterns and they extracted new songs out of her mind. Yeah. And, wow. and they, they kept her unconscious. And they kept her unconscious. So, and basically, but before she went under, as a she she had a like a conscience scan mm. of her mind and they placed it in a bunch of these to, in a bunch of these toys mm. and they limited its capacity so the toys could talk to uh, Molly's character's fans like it's really Molly's character oh wow but they recall them but but the the protagonist of the story um uh one when the robot saw on the news that the real her was in a coma like had a spasm yeah. And long story short, it like it the the firewall that that pretty much limited uh, Molly's conscious in the robot went away. So like mm-hmm. it had all of uh, Molly's character's thoughts and feelings. Yeah. Um. So like they so like that Miley helped the kids to save the real Miley. Oh that wow. That makes sense. Yeah. How odd. Yeah, it was interesting. But... I liked it, but that's because I like shit like that. Like what? I like shit like that. I like the little the movies like that. I watched, I think, a couple of Miley Cyrus movies. Oh, okay. So are you like a... I'm not a Miley Cyrus fan. Like, are you... Everyone. Would you consider yourself a 90s baby? Yes. I was born in the 90s. No, no. I'm just saying because... I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not a Miley fan. Miley's cool. But 
I'm just not a, oh, yeah, let me see what Miley Cyrus is doing. I'm no, no, I say that because it's like, I feel like the people right after me started like mm-hmm. fucking with Miley Cyrus heavy. Yeah. That's why, that's why I asked. Yeah. Oh. Because you yeah, said you like Miley I mean, Cyrus. Yeah. yeah. I never fucked with Miley Cyrus. I really didn't give. I, uh, like I mean, that. like, I she's great. She's about, talented. But I was but, also, a, I'm also a girl. So. That's yeah. true. My sister did watch Hannah Montana for That's true. It was, uh, what was it? It was, uh, Parenthood. It First was off, the famous Jed Jackson. Since we're on this, what is your favorite kid show? Like your favorite cartoon of all time? Cartoon? I'll give you a top three because I know this is hard, and you don't have to put the top three in an order because I know. Wait, this is and hard. the cartoon or kids show? Either. Because okay, I'm gonna pick Rick, Rick and Morty. No, as a child, not like like I'm talking. So a kids show, yeah, kids, kids cartoons, show. not like an adult cartoon, not like. Family oh, ooh, ooh, uh, uh, Batman. Okay. The like Batman the animated series, yeah. classic. Um. Um, 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 hmm. Can I say mine? Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah. Oh, so you would have taken forever. <laughs> no, you go ahead. Um, so I would say Ren and Stimpy Ooh. was one of my faves. Yeah. I, that's how I found out where babies come from. Okay. <laughs> like, because there was, there was a, I think a scene where Ren was giving birth to something. Oh, wow. Yeah. Or one of them. I don't know. They maybe give birth to Ren. I'm not sure. Anyways, them, um, Rugrats for sure. Oh, wow. And then, um, damn, it has to be between Static Shock, static shock is and good. Gargoyles. Right My little brother what would love you right now. His favorite show is Static Shock. Auro Monsters, too. I used to love Auro Monsters. Ah, Real Monsters. That was my shit. Yeah. But my shit was uh, uh, Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold was the shit. Hey Arnold is classic. Yeah. Oh, I know those when I like My favorite that. scene from that is when Gerald opened up his closet to get his clothes and he had all 33 jerseys and <laughs> that's all he had in his no, closet. No, my favorite episode of, of uh, Hey Arnold was when they uh, had to cut out his tonsils. Mm. I like Stoop Kid Won't Leave the Stoop. No. <laughs> that one's like iconic. Uh, but I also Oops. liked, uh, uh, since we are counting just shows, it doesn't have to be a cartoon, right? Uh, all that. Oh, we're counting shows too. Yeah. I thought we were doing just cartoons. Oh, if we're gonna stuff. do just cartoons, that's fine. Oh, uh, still, hey Arnold, I I know I fucked with Rocco's Modern Life. Mm-hmm. I really liked Rocco's Modern Life, and then Dragon Ball Z. For me, it's uh, I fuck with Rocket Power. Ooh, oh, and I yeah, fucked was good. And I fucked with, obviously Batman animated series and ooh, Justice League, Ju- Justice, Justice League. League. So yeah, you're you're a Marvel DC type of guy to the, to the bone. Well, no, DC literally have the best. Have you not? Do you remember? Uh, I didn't watch those a lot. John Stewart literally lost his power, and like he, there was an episode of him like in the hood, yeah. like going back to his roots, and like they was calling him a cell and shit like that. That was like on like <laughs> morning Saturday morning cartoons. <laughs> like your your only black characters getting called sell up by his other black. Like, that's crazy. Dude, I tell you so, did up? you ever realize how magical it, it was for you to wake up on time every Saturday at the same time and be like, I gotta get my bowl of cereal and I gotta get my cartoon. Yeah. It'd be every Saturday. Without fail, you try to wake up on a Saturday now, it is over. Yep. It is over. That's crazy to me. That I is love crazy. getting up and watching cartoons on Saturday. I still do it as an adult sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I love watching Saturday cartoons. Yeah, I... But there's so many, like, kids' cartoons that mm-hmm. are, like, adult-themed and, like, they're well-written. So, yeah. like, anybody could watch it. Yeah. Amazing World of Gumball. Huh? Amazing World of Gumball. Never got into Gumball. Never. Doug was dope. Doug was dope. And that show that goes like this. Someone once universe. told me the grass is... That was told is... by Ginger. Yep. That was a Ooh, do you remember a Jackie Chan's TV show? Yeah. Cartoon show? 
That was dope as well. Man, Hi, y'all. Hi, y'all. Oh, my God, yo. So good. Jackie. Yo. <laughs> Samurai Jack. Samurai Tell Jack. you didn't fuck with Samurai Jack. I didn't watch Samurai Jack as an adult. Really? And I haven't even finished it. I watched, the, like, the first two episodes. The, the so third season is sad. <laughs> Zoom. Did you watch the NBA Finals? I did. They were playing it at the gig I was um, spinning at. Okay, okay. What'd you think? Thoughts, comments, concerns? I watched the last couple minutes. That's all you watched of the finals? Did you oh, have a team man. in mind? Yeah, I wanted the Warriors to win. Why? Because I wanted another game. Oh, okay. Oh, because more game, more revenue. Because for... if they, cause if they won, then nobody would be able to, nobody would talk shit about, oh, well, if KD was in the game and if Clay yeah. was playing, then... Because then they would have won. And yeah. they would be like, oh, so it's proven y'all could win. Yeah. Y'all just didn't. But yeah. it wasn't going to happen, though. No, it definitely wasn't. Kawhi, like, Kawhi like was, was actually sitting there like, I can't wait to get back to Toronto <laughs> and whip that ass. You know what's <laughs> funny? They said, they said, oh, shit. Sorry. It's I okay. My shit. <laughs> um, they said that Kawhi Perfect. Leonard, yeah, put it over there. Kawhi Leonard um, wears headphones and doesn't put anything on. Yeah, I guarantee he doesn't. He doesn't like talking to nobody, man. I tell Micah this all the time. Like, <laughs> What's his laugh? <laughs> no, I can't do it. It's childish. <laughs> <laughs> we said that, that there's somebody in a computer room somewhere controlling him from a module. Yeah. Because literally, did you see some Brian Windhorst today? He was like, you got Kawhi Leonard to celebrate for literally 0.5 seconds. And then somebody was like, then he realized he was celebrating and stopped. Like right <laughs> after the game. Like he shows no emotion. I don't understand why that is. Is he married? Yeah, I think he has a yeah a girlfriend or something. Like you know, these NBA players, they 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 settle down young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they say they settle down young. Yep. I mean, what else is there to do when you're rich? Be rich. Yeah. You get divorced easy. Ah, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Not in this client. You get Wait. divorced easy. Half is a lot. Yeah, of money. half is a lot of money. Is a lot of money for an NBA. Yeah, player. but a lot of them have. You know, fucking prenups and all types. Uh, some, some, mm. some, not all. Most of them, if they get married young, they was doing that prenup shit. Yeah. Would you have a prenup? Yeah. For would my you? husband? No. Like, all right. Say that you, uh, we'll do it from both sides. So, say you made more money than mm-hmm. your husband. Like, I'm talking lots of money more. Would you get a prenup? And say your husband made a lot more than you, like lots of money more. Would you want? Would you sign a prenup? Yep. In both instances. Both. Why? Because if I if there's if I need to get money from him, mm. he'll give it to me. Okay. Most of the time, that's how my like that's how my exes are. Like if I needed something, I know that I can call, <coughs> and I'll be able to get it handled. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I I don't deal with men who would be the other way. Okay. Interesting. So you deal with very giving men. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Do you return the favor uh, in any like whether it's like I don't know trips or dinner or is it just like a i pay for dinner sometimes when i take when i go out with a guy on a first date do you expect the guy to pay no i pay my half i order do you really i order what i zoom you are a rare breed god bless (laughs) you clearly god bless you because i I order what i can pay for because just in case it is a split your bill situation i could just pay my part if a guy says that to you does it give you a, a more jaded outlook on him no Really? It won't be. In, if Unless it's like five dates in, I'm like, okay, what's wrong okay. with this guy? Like, so, so that's off. about the threshold. You're like, it's, he needs to start doing this now. It's either, it's either like, do you are you really fucking with me or not? Because I don't have time for this limbo in between. Like, that determines limbo for you? 
Because if I know I'm going to have to, if I'm going out every time with this person and my time to me is valuable mm. and at the end of the day, yeah, I pay my half the first couple of times, maybe three or four times. On the fifth time, I'm thinking that you're just trying to be my friend. So guess what? That's cool. We can catch lunch whenever I can. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to make time for Interesting. you. Interesting. Because, like, it's... That's how you get friend zoned. Okay. It is pretty much how you get friend zoned. So, basically, you got to pay for it. Basically. Yeah. Basically. That's, that's all but I heard. it's not even that. It's just you got to... It's not... It, you got to show that you care. As, yeah, y'all take it as more, like, monetary. It's more so, like, showing your interest. Huh. Showing that your your effort versus just expecting go because she did the past three times she's mm-hmm. because i mean uh someone like i said if i paid for dinner one time for both of us and i pay again the second time mm-hmm. the third time make sure you're up you're up what's good i'm not about to just feed sense. you yeah but i don't mind feeding you now but yeah. i'm just saying like i need to know i'm just gonna be feeding you for this long i'll pick and choose when i'm gonna feed you yeah like, Mm, interesting so let me ask you this then if you if a guy took you out like four times and they were all free dates on the fifth date does he have to pay for it then and would you go out on a string of four free dates like what do you mean by free i don't know what you're he just like offered he, he does he insisted and like he paid for hiking? it no 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 oh, no, 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 no oh, oh. For free. i'm doing stuff for free oh yeah no free i could do free, free shit all the time what do you mean okay and i'm saying on the fifth date you all go out and he doesn't pay for it but it's mm-hmm. like a date where you have to pay for it. Would uh, that make you feel jaded? Because it's like, okay, now you know you're on what? the fifth date. Yeah, that probably would. Interesting. I probably would feel some type of way. So the fifth date's the one, like, guys. For Zoom, fifth date. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but that's if I if you get there. Yeah. Most people don't get there. Okay. Oh. Get shut down after like the second. So why do you think you're so uh, you're so elusive and, and hard and stiff? I don't think that I'm hard. I just know what I want. Okay. Interesting. And what you want is? It's none of your business. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, not for your, for your ears. No, it's that? not wow. for anybody's business. The my best feelings, thing you can do is play dumb. My feelings Ooh. my feelings are hurt right now. Probably in 48 Laws of Power. I'm just playing. It is. No, you can, you it can, is. The best thing no, I get me, it. I, get I feel it. like it's to play dumb. Hmm. So I wouldn't tell somebody what I wanted because then I would they'll aspire and to try to be yeah, that for like, whatever they want interesting mm-hmm. interesting actually that's actually pretty smart that's pretty intelligent i'm pretty intelligent mike well obviously zoom <laughs> this is very true but and i understand games so I could explain 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 I, I i always want i love to get to know more My about the player the so way he told he told me what to look for okay and then I peep game. So how do you? So like, what games and have psychology. you peeped from? Like, let's say Fonsworth. Like, what? Like, what do you see in this dog right here? He just likes to be loved. Okay. That is exactly that. So Zoom, I, I wanted to get back to you, DJ. And what is the ultimate goal? Like, is DJing what you? Because obviously, I don't know what like the age threshold is for a DJ. Like, I don't know when DJs retire or anything they don't, like that. Really. So, so I guess, like, is this what you want to do for the rest of your life? And how, like, granular, I guess that's the word. Am I saying that Grad, right? Uh, gradual. Whatever. How high of a level do you want to go with it? So, um, I pretty much feel like I could be a female version or a better version of a DJ Khaled. Okay. So, I want to have my own label. Okay. I want to have... You know, be paid to DJ my own music. 
um, that kind of deal. So that's like the the goal, and then of course have like seventeen different streams of income mm-hmm. and invest in more people and shit. So that all goes into everything else. But the main thing that I have to start off doing is DJing. Mm. DJing opens the door for all that. So yeah, there's always a gateway to more yeah. opportunity, right? Yeah. So that's why I'm like using what I'm doing now, like the pl- places I'm going and the the things that I've done, mm-hmm. building those connections, and then just keeping them on hold until it's time. Mm. So have you ever thought about yourself um, like actually getting in the studio yourself? Obviously, if you want to have your own label and things like that, have you ever thought about making music like yourself being the artist, making the music and not just yeah, like the producer? Yeah, I've, I've been told that I need to. Okay. Um, and what I mean by that is like I used to be in this program called Pause. Mm-hmm. It was a program for artistically advanced students, mm-hmm. and we had to audition and sing specific songs. Well, not specific songs. We get to pick the songs. The songs that I picked was oh, an R. Kelly song, but mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> oh, oh, a Whitney Houston song. Which Whitney Houston song? Um, the one is like up, you know, children. Wait, okay, 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 wait. So you sang Whitney Houston? Mm-hmm. I mean, we I actually got into the program. I I mean. Then I stopped singing because uh, I was because I was told I you know singing was not a realistic. Oh, uh, okay. It's crazy how mm-hmm. people warp our minds. Yeah, I was it's like, because I, I was literally about I to ask a, you. I grew to up sing in a military household. A few uh, uh, bars. No, I'm not singing. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. So, what was it like? I guess getting to that topic is like kind of what was it like growing up in a military household? Um, it was a military and cop household. Okay. Um, it was pretty strict, but it wasn't like too strict. Mm-hmm. Like I used to talk with my mom about a lot of stuff, but um, my mom was raising six kids. Yeah, it was only me and my sister, and then my four stepbrothers and sisters. Okay, and um, then it ended up being three. One moved back with his mom, mm. and um, we were all just in the house. My stepdad was deployed, mm-hmm. um, so we were like just my mom kind of running around, and then. Um, what else? We had a house uh, in the country, mm-hmm. but it was like a pedophile lived down the street, oh, so wow. we weren't allowed to go outside the house. Yeah, um, we had to walk a mile to go to the bus stop. Mm. That's just because it was a dirt road. We had yeah. a we had a really big house. Um, I grew up pretty privileged. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't struggle, but that's because my mom struggled. Mm. She was like really poor from Newark, New mm. Jersey. I I know what that said. Yeah, <laughs> ain't so, nothing to play with right there. Yeah, so she's from Newark, and that's why a lot of people think that I'm from Jersey because mm-hmm. I sound, I guess, like I'm from Jersey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, it's because of my mom. And then she joined the military. My dad was also in the military. They got divorced. All that good shit. Okay. Yeah. How do you think? Dope. Well, the whole, the whole, the whole end of the story of me growing up was pretty dope because I there was this one kid in high school. He used to be like, oh. You're going to be bad when you get older. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. And obviously, I, I bullied in school. And I was like, stop. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then now that I'm bad, everybody's like, yo, <laughs> I knew I knew you was going to be bad. The whole life. Like, I I just knew. It. I was like, nah, I don't believe nothing. None of y'all got to say. Only yeah. person that said I was going to be bad was this guy right here. Yeah. Damn, what was his name? Andre Davis. Why do you? Why did you get bullied? Oh, because I was skinny. I was oh. hella skinny. I was like a broom with teeth. <laughs> never that before. No, I've never um, heard that. I was. I was super skinny too. That's just trash. My sister, they used to call me and my sister Moose and Llama. 
What? On the bus, yeah. Why move? Like, what's the? Because I guess we look like a moose and I don't know. I'm fed up. Dang. That's... But yeah, no, they used to bully. Did that affect you? I all? mean, nah. Like I used to stand up for other bullied kids and mm-hmm. shit. So I was always uh, the the um, what you call it? The I'm protector. Uh huh. Yeah, there you are. Like the word. like the enforcer. Yeah, there was a there was a kid who was special needs and he used to like. Um, they used to say, got your nose, and he used to freak out. Mm-hmm. Say, oh, my nose back. Like, yeah. freak out. And they did that to him one day. I was like, give him his fucking nose oh, back. Oh, shit. And then they were like, geez, like, what the hell are you on? Mm-hmm. I said, here. He said, thank you. Like, mm-hmm. blah, blah, And, like, I was just like, yo, what's wrong with kids? Like, they're crazy. Yeah, no. Savages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kids are honest about everything. But y'all can't act like y'all ain't torture y'all, y'all teachers first when I was in middle school. First off. In middle school, nah, I was a pretty good kid. Yeah. I only tortured, like, my siblings. I tortured my middle school teacher, yeah. Miss Farley. Oh, no. I still remember her name. We gave her a Survivor Award at the end of the year. Oh. Wow. Because <laughs> she, she made it through the year. Dang, for real? Y'all just she was a badass bad kid, kids. Too. I wasn't that bad. I was just not. Like, good. I was I was good. I never got in trouble. Yeah. But I just, like. You really pushed the limits there. Yeah. I we, was a badass kid when I was We used to younger. write her detention. Like, give it to her. We stole her detention book, gave her detention. She didn't know who had it. Gave her detention? Somebody put gum in her hair one time. Mm. It was She wanted us to make, like, clay um, flowers one time. Mm-hmm. Fucking some people was making dildos, throwing it at her. Like, oh, hell no. Nah. I'm whipping ass. Like, yeah. like I'm about to lose she my job. She called yeah. the police. She called the police. Oh, no. Nah, you ain't got to call the police. I'm and getting the know, belt. You know, my parents are <laughs> police officers, so I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's over for you. My mom was like, if I find out you're part of this, I'm like, it wasn't me. Yeah, not this time, Mom. You, you got crazy. me the wrong day. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, it was me, but today, it was not me. Because they were talking about chart, put saying that we assaulted her because it was it was a... Uh, because I tried too. Yeah, they was about to get us. I was oh, like, oh, no. Nah. It wasn't me. I had no snitch, but it wasn't me. Who yeah. was it? Just tell. Nope. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't know that song. Remember the, the, uh, the criminal who was in court and uh, he apologized to the judge by singing, you sorry? Yes. No, oh, I do not remember. Your honor, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> remember that? Oh, I, do. I, I don't remember. There's a couple that. of them that were like singing to get out of court or Mm-mm. get reduced. That's, it was so funny. I don't think. My favorite like, still the dude who said, uh, thicker than a bowl of oatmeal, and he just threw his finger. Uh, There's nothing more iconic in my he mind. He said, and I quote, girl, you thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. And he was like. My man was so confident in it. He was like, you're right. I did say that. Out of everything you said today, I did say that. That's crazy. Let me ask you something. Since well, obviously, you know, on the topic of police and everything like that. Um, I'm not sure, Mikey, if you've seen I think me and you were talking about it earlier, like that whole uh, situation in Arizona. You you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you feel about that? Because I just saw it today. Wait, so like, uh, educate me on this. So what happened? Uh, in Arizona, there's this video shown of this cop, like literally pointing a gun at this guy, talking about he's going to shoot him in the fucking head, yada, 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 put his hands up. And he's like, I have my hands up. But he was pointing the gun in the car. There was a baby in the car. Uh-huh. With the mom. The mom uh-huh. had the baby in her hand. You know what I'm saying? Because they were about to get out of the car. And, like, literally, this was over This was over the do- the little girl taking a 99-cent doll out the store. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, on accident. That thing. On accident. 
you know what I'm saying? Like taking a 99 cent thing out the damn. That's crazy. On accident. So what so, happened? So literally like that all went down and he's like being super. It's right like y'all about to see me in Black Panther mode in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> somebody about to get the ass Just whipped. so everybody knows this brief pause in the podcast was because our friend Javier, who's yeah. on the podcast a few weeks ago, just walked in the house randomly. We right. almost had to jump him. Uh, but back to the story, like basically he was super rough with them. Mm. And then the thing that, here's the kicker. The mom got out the car. Mm-hmm. She was like, I can't put my hands up. I'm holding a child. Mm-hmm. You know, her daughter was a do- one year old. She's like, she can't walk. I can't mm. put her down. The cop tried to grab the little girl out of her hand. So this happened in like May. They're suing for $10 million. Good. They should get every penny. That's, see, that's the thing. People, I hate when people sue for so little. Yeah. You're supposed to sue for 10 times, well, 10 times the amount that you want because yeah. they're only going to give you 10%. Yeah. Maybe they're only $1 million. They but the thing is, they're not even releasing this cop's even... name or nothing like that. Like, Well, no, like he's protected. Yeah. That's what it is. So what are your thoughts like on that? That's well, interesting. First of all, they should have they should have um, seek legal counsel before. You know, I don't know if they did, but yeah. they should have sued for more money. Yeah. Um, but the whole situation and how crazy it is, hmm. first of all, my parents are police officers. They, yes, police officers, at the end of the day, they want to go home, mm. just like everybody else. Yeah. But there's such thing as excessive. Yeah. And that was definitely excessive. Yeah. Especially if, because, like, like I said, my mom being a police officer, I would, I know that one of those police officers could have grabbed, hey, allow me to hold your child mm. while we go ahead and get this situated, figure this out. Mm-hmm. That could have been easily, instead of trying to snatch the child out of her And cussing hand, at her? Cussing at her, putting a gun it's, in her face. Like, that's crazy. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like, there's protocol, and the thing is, a lot of cops try to hide behind protocol, but there's ways that you're supposed to do things. Yes. There's, there's a reason why there's not supposed to be gray areas within mm. that. People try to hide in the gray, and no, then that shit comes to that's, life, and they get, you know. That's that's honestly that's that's sickening. Sickening over a dollar. That's PTSD. Like you know how traumatized those people are gonna be for yeah, that's, for that's the rest so stupid. Yeah. That's why I said ten millions out of that. Yeah, I read a I read an article and it said that a trainer uh, it's it takes longer for someone to become a licensed barber than it does to become a certified police officer. That's crazy. Is that crazy? Yeah, isn't that ridiculous? Literally, your barber has more training than your police officer. And let's not act like there's not good police officers. Obviously, they are. You know, there's there definitely is. I've been in situations in the like when I was driving here, I got pulled over, and literally, like it was in Oklahoma, and that was right after that shooting happened in Oklahoma. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, oh shit. You know, right. it's middle of the night. I got a bunch of shit in my car looking like I just stole something. Right. You know what I'm saying? And the cop just sat there. He was like, where are you headed? I said, California. Showed him my license. And he, he let me off. But it's just one of those things. It's like, there are good cops, but that situation could have been so much different. And it's so scary to think that you literally have to worry that much about a routine police stop. You yeah. have to be that concerned in today's day. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. What's even more crazy is the fact that overseas their police cars have like really bright markings and shit so mm. people can know it's a police officer. Mm. And over here they try to conceal it. Well, shit. Non- as as they, can. they do. Well, they, yeah, they have a. How are you a... supposed to know which car to wave down? Mm. How are you supposed to not be alarmed? Because I know I've been pulled over by a unmarked police car. And I'm like, is this a fucking real police car or mm. not? Like, there was a whole story about this guy who had a fake police car who was. Pulling women over and raping them in the police yeah. car, and then 
dipping out. People pulling over because they think it's an actual police car and it's not because yeah. it's it's unmarked. So I mean, yeah. that's crazy. No, it's a lot. Yeah, Go people ahead. people be doing nasty shit out here. Have you seen what happened in Sudan? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Six-year-old six girl. Did you hear about that? Mm-mm. What happened? Six-year-old girl. Ten men raped a six-year-old girl in Sudan. In Sudan. That's crazy. For oh anybody who doesn't know, basically, uh, uh, short story shorter. I mean, long story short. Um, in April, uh, the thirty-year dictator Omar al-Bashir, right? His name us uh, uh, was uh, cooed out, and the military that cooed him. Um, decided to become intermediary or interim uh, governors of the country and situations haven't improved and uh, protesters have been uh, protesting and recently they sent the military to kill over 100 unarmed protesters. Um, It's pretty bad right now. Uh, I just can't fathom, like, is power worth it? Is power really that addictive addicting like you want to like literally take out other lives to maintain it maintain it in like, your own country not like it's not like you're protecting your country you're literally hurt harming and hurting them you know what i'm saying so it's one of those things it's like how like how do you even fathom doing it you know it's not for us to understand if we were able to understand it, then it would be a reasoning behind it. Mm-hmm. We don't understand it because it's not meant to be understood. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of wild shit happening. Yeah, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, you you hear about things like this, it's just like, damn, you know, out of nowhere. Something like that just pops up and happens. That, yeah. But it's not out of nowhere. This shit's been happening for years. I mean, it's it's been it's been building. But I mean, it's just like even like the even like the 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 government, the Sudan government is still getting funded by the by the Saudis. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous, bro. Mm-hmm. But I mean, have you posted the blue picture on Instagram? Yeah. So I made up when Nipsey died. I told myself I wasn't going to change my my uh, profile picture mm. from his picture. But what I did was I just took the blue towel and kind of like put it over top of the nipsey picture mm-hmm. so you can still see nipsey but it's also in the blue okay 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 so the picture so you don't want to take that picture down at all it's going to stay there forever no it's not, i'm not taking it down to probably like a year okay year or two yeah that's still what happened to nip man yeah tough yeah. situation tough situation they zoom like for you anything coming up Anything that, you know, people should know about, that, that, like your next event or anything of that nature? So I'm about to be doing Lemon Pepper Wet June 20th. Um, I'm also doing Colors June 21st. I mean, 22nd, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And then um, I'm going to be preparing for my trip to Virginia, mm-hmm. which is going to be um, July 6th mm-hmm. for the Red Men and Method Man concert that I'm DJing out there at the Scope in Norfolk um, and then from leaving from Virginia to Croatia mm-hmm. for Yacht Week. Oh wow, um, that's dope. Yeah, so I'm going to be out there and booked and busy. Yeah, I feel Booked it. and busy. Booked and busy. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. I feel it. Zoom, I will say this right now. Thank you for coming. 
to our delicious podcast, Unforgettable Understudies. Brian, anything else? No, thank you once again, Zoom. It was really great having you come, talk to us, fill us in. Especially, I learned a lot from a DJ perspective because I had no idea about yep. any of that. DJs do, do God's work. Y'all really do. Bless you. Yes. Shout out to the other. Um, this is what Chrissy J had coined. She said, damn for psychologists. Mm-hmm. So... Music oh, I consider it revolutionary music therapy. I feel it. Yeah, I completely agree. I'm with it. All right, well, signing off. Mm-hmm.